not necessarily a classic, but I don't want to talk about me bringing in a cooler of Miller High Life to Wrigley Field, and that's like, because you know what I'm concerned that will about. Be how we start the episode. Welcome to nobody's listening. I took a cooler of Miller Lights to Wrigley As Field and got in because it was yeah. under a bunch of ham and cheese sandwiches, so yeah, nobody they do, was the wiser. Barely look at Wrigley. Um, but welcome to the show. If you, this is your first, the, my concern is the I, first time viewers to be like, what are these guys? I don't know. I don't no, get it. Fuck that dude. It's this mystery. guy's drunk. Mystery sells. Nobody's drunk. Nobody's drunk. Here. I'm not. Nobody's drunk here. Never. I'm good. I might dip in a little bit more to this company whiskey that the company got us. While we're here, shout out to Power Property Management Group, the official sponsors of this podcast. Uh, the owners of this podcast. This is owners. a we're, this is a shill operation. So we're uh, we're now a real estate. Sorry, if, a rental. I, a rental is considered real estate. Like people love to talk about rentals. It's not nearly as cool as like buying and selling houses. I mean, come on, you're not like. No, if you're renting a listing, all right. If you're, oh, you mean like people there, there aren't even realtors for rentals, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, you'd have to be such a big loser. No, there there are, there are. My old, my first apartment I got when I moved here, the a guy showed it like all these people. I was like, I'm not gonna get this apartment because he took like ten different groups of people up there. Oh, half of them were like just the hottest gay guy couples, like just two fucking studs. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm so fucked. I'm not getting, I'm never going to find a place to live. And I don't know. Somehow I got through it. So you think, you think uh, two gay guys are preferable to you and your girlfriend? Two hot gay guys. Yeah. Because they want hotties in the apartment. I, you know, this is a city of looks, man. It's an aesthetic city. What's the, the best? The rest <laughs> of the people in the building were horrifying to deal with and look at. I was by far the hottest person in this building, dude. It's an interesting thought. It wasn't even close. You're the hottest? In that, not in this building, no. In the last building? I'm probably last in this building, honestly. Really? Yeah. But you were top percentile in the in last your last building? building? I was, I was, it was, I mean, me or her? One of the, probably her. I guess I was probably two. Well, if you're dating, you know you're in the same league. Yeah. You well, can't be I, off that many points. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. So That's it's true. Like, you know, but yeah, for sure. I mean, my competition were like three eighty-five-year-old Russians. That's true. I don't remember. May, may not have lived through like camps. I'm trying so to think. It's unfair to you know compare, but you get it, right? Right. It's Except, it, dude, fuck that one bitch, dude. Because when I remember when I put the chairs out there, yep. And she got all. She came out. She got the stink really, eye on me. Really harsh our vibe one time. We were sitting out there, dude. It was so. I used to tell love the story. There was no story. It was just a great day because I used to love just sitting on that porch and smoking cigarettes and I would just sit there. Wait, you were smoking tobacco cigarettes? Yeah. That's why she hated you. No. Tobacco's out. No. No. That had nothing to do with it and it wasn't every time. I don't smoke full time. Okay. Okay. But anyway, I would go sit on this panel. It was great because you're on the third floor. You see you this nice view. There's like a big palm. There are three big palm trees right there. You just see everyone who's going in and out of the neighborhood. It was common space, though. It was. Well, when I moved in, it was just this area on the pat on this balcony that was covered. It was just dead plants. It was like 50 dead plants. They were mm-hmm. deader as any dead plants ever been. And I didn't say shit about it. I thought it was ugly. I was pissed that I couldn't put a chair there and smoke cigarettes, but I didn't say anything. And then one day, the owner of the building, rightfully so, came in and was like, 
hey, bitch, these plants have been dead since the Mesolithic age. So, like, you got to get them out of here. And then they moved them all out. And I was like, I'm putting my fucking chair. Like, fuck this. It's been a year. I've dealt with these dead plants for a year. So I'm putting the chair out there. Wait, was the lady giving you the stink eye? She's the same bitch with the dead plants? Yes. That's why. Yeah, dude. Because you're in her graveyard of dead plants. Her I'm, babies. I was, I was thriving in the graveyard. You were chain smoking Marlboro hey, Reds. Paired, not Reds, dude. Come on. I'm not a savage. Marlboro Lights? Smooth. Smooth. Man. Crush? Menthol. No, I don't oh. like camel crushes. I don't. I think those are... I don't want to pop some <laughs> Tide Pod in my phone. That's what I do. I love pop a little Tide Pod. Like a little, you, you're not a cigarette smoker. I'm though. not. Yeah, I'm a Camel crush smoker. I, you know, if a girl I'm dating like occasionally smokes cigarettes, that's the only time I'll jump in. You'll jump in. Yeah. Boy, that's fun. Because otherwise, then you're just inside the bar and there's a bunch of smoker dudes hitting on your girlfriend when she goes and smokes. Bingo. You know, and you got to be out there to claim your territory, dude. Because you're, yeah, dude. Because you're also, insecure. God, dude. If so. If anyone, no one would ever ask me like the secrets of comedy, how to succeed at comedy. There are no secrets, but there is one major tip. Smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Smoke cigarettes because that's where the funny conversations are happening. And now but now we're entering this new age where at least in at least in my day to day life of going to like comedy open mics, people would be people start bringing jewel pods into like the cigarette group. And I was like, okay, you can be inside watching are, someone set. We are two different. You go inside. Yeah. Get that jewel pot away from me. Cause you can be, the thing is like weed pens only fact. Yeah. Cause you can't smoke a weed pen inside. Yeah. It's bad etiquette. But what I'll say is the thing about people smoke cigarettes. When I, when I did comedy, stand up comedy, I have to clarify that because I still think of myself as a comedy guy. I mean, you do improv. I do. I'm on you stage. Just transition to a different type of comedy. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for that. I I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't matter that it's like you know, ten people on a bike saying funny stuff. Like, what would they do? Hell yeah, dude. It's still, comedy. that's my scene right there. The ten people on a bike it's, saying funny it stuff. Doesn't matter if it's like, hey, what? I'm a dinosaur who just opened a bank. Oh, that's my bit. What would I do? <laughs> That'll be $90 for today's lesson. Uh, more than that. Uh, right. Anyway, what, what I was saying is going? the nice Maybe. thing about open mic. Well, the thing about open mics is actually watching people that do open mics do their set during an open mic is the most awful thing you could experience as a human being. It's so it's like, honestly, it's like the part where everyone's like, God, I'm sorry. I have to do this part. Like, it really feels like that. But that's the Especially, thing. Especially, like, here because, you know, uh, like, I don't, I don't know anything about comedy, but I know a scene can coddle you a little bit. It's oh, okay. Good to Go be a on. Ronin. Let's talk about comedy. It's good to be a Ronin, I think. I kind of okay. like, people say there's no scene in L.A., and that's kind of true, but it's, I, I felt like I was getting hardened because you go to, to so many different open mics, and it's like every mic is its own scene. It's like people go right. to that mic. People go to this mic. People go to that mic. You know what I mean? So then when you're forced to just like enter different environments every day, then it's like the only thing that's going to cut through this is the jokes. Yep. So I think the insular nature of like a smaller scene is not not always good. But who am I? I'm just a guy who bought Knob Creek with Coinstar money. So take or leave my advice. 
Well, I think that that's the thing, though, is thing always to remember is laughing is... We got this bottled last week. You've been housing that. <laughs> I'm taking it easy on the BL, Bud Light Seltzers, buddy. Well, you better keep <laughs> you better Look keep how much we have drank. I've drank some, of course. Yeah, we, yeah. we went hard the first guy. First we first day we got it was like here. And then this way. Then there was some. Then the eggnog concoction was like this. Oh, okay. That was a solid two days of debauchery. I think what we're trying to say is we're reasonably consuming alcohol. Yeah, actually, yeah, between <laughs> two people, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not at all. Not bad. In the winter time, half a bottle of Knob Creek in a week. Hey, man, we're doing okay. I God, I love Knob Creek. What were we talking about? Oh, we're I was saying. I was saying one thing to always remember is laughing is involuntary. And never forget that. It's like the only, it's the only safety. It's the only grounded thing in comedy. That's it. Like they, can, they can't control whether they laugh or not. And I hate when people, I hate when comics patronize other comics with fake laughs in the back of the room. Like, like kind of like alerting the rest of the audience that they're supposed to laugh. And it's great. It's like, dude, I get like, it's a bad room or whatever, you know, but I hit there were so many times where like someone would be on stage like there'd be like a group of friends like three of them are like comic friends they come and they're just bombing like eating shit like we all do like I bomb 90% of the time or was but verifiably bombing but still the, the friends in the back would be like ha like just one solid right ah. I'm like oh god it makes me cringe dude it makes me cringe right here I'm like these it's not good I got a couple haws, and I'm gonna be honest, dude. Just like having the ha is at least something where it feel it feels like feedback, and it does do something, but hey, it's not yeah, good for anyone. The feedback is, uh, I guess that was a joke. And you're my friend. That was a technically by the mathematical equation. I guess that was a joke. Sometimes people will do the ha even if it's mathematically dude. not. Is remember, it- remember when you came and saw me at Second City? Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's rehash How that. How horrendous was that? It didn't feel any different. It felt like just open. It was just an open mic. I know, but it was bad. I mean, it was bad, bad. How do you think? I, I don't think I, I don't even. I did not give a shit because I knew it was bullshit because I got the email from Second City like, hey, come do this open mic. And I was like, I and in your head, you're like, oh, dude, I I get to post on Instagram that I'm at Second City tonight. Look at everyone's going to say. But well, then, that's but your... I, I knew what that show yeah, was going to exactly. be. And you did too. For sure. And you did too. And I was like, this is going to be fun. It was an open mic. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't even a bad one. It actually it had lights and it was quiet. No, the one guy like right before, the guy before me, remember, went way deep on some kind. Like he was doing some Kanye West performance art type thing. Yes, where he, was he did. Kanye. Yeah, it was a big leap. But hey, but that's open mics. That's the life, dude. That's the most. That's the the only enjoyable part, at least towards the end for me. It was like that was the thing that excited me was not seeing someone do like a good set. Was seeing a, an insane drifter, a, just a person float into your life with some nonsense, like just a truly crazy people. Who like you don't know what's going on outside of these mics and they go on there and just it's just nonsense. And like, is it bombing? I don't think so, because they don't even consider this comedy. They're just crazy people who know that they can come here and say shit. It's the Joker. It is, dude. And that's the most interesting part about it. That was the weirdest part about watching the Joker. It was just like it to me. 
when he goes out on the stage and he starts like just kind of maniacally laughing, I was like, oh, dude, this is it. How many of these jokers do I know? God, that movie got it right, dude. And and even then it was like based in the 80s, but it got it right, man. It nailed it. It's so creepy. But hey, man, it's so, so what an interesting what an interesting world. It nailed the open mic scene because all this, the, what that guy envisions is just him like, I did well. For you and I, 90% of the open mics we do, we go and we're like, wow. Uh, going to forget that. Going to kill myself. I'm going to push that as far deep into the inner core of my black heart as I can and hope that I don't feel the shame of it later on. But the jokers are like, I had a pretty good set. The Joker's always riding a wave of some kind of mild delusion of like, hey, I got up tonight, you know. Hey. Mild. <laughs> well, I delusions some are like hot, delusion. spicy. It's fire, dangerous. It's Taco Bell fire. Delu- it's it Taco is Bell fire sauce of delusion. Mild, my foot. Dude. It would be blazing if it was at B Dubs. I don't know, man. I mean, I think delusion's a good thing. I think it's important. I'm delusional. Fuck. I don't know. Anyone would be like, dude, go lay bricks. What are you? Entertainment? Go fuck. Were you gay? Like, go fucking build something. You're built for it. Like, any. This is my inner dialogue every day. Yeah, go ahead. Just go build stuff. It at least pays. Yeah. And it's it it's enviable. On the sexual marketplace now, ever you know, yeah, I can build stuff. Not some pussy who just works on you know phones all day, For sure. like me. Yeah, you and gotta. Computer. There, there will always be. You got a low, you got a low ceiling, but a high floor. If you're a guy yeah. that knows how to build a thing, mm-hmm. I knew a guy. But there, you know what? You ever meet those like very quiet, weirdly probably what we call now autistic guys they're very nice very kind then they're you don't really know what they do for a living and then they say oh yeah i do um they're very they're nice guys but they're like i do um uh, i do furniture like i upholster furniture and you're like oh that's crazy and then you see what they actually do and you like see their work and you're like oh this guy's a genius yeah you just can't believe what they've done yeah well then you look at a comparison you're like oh my god dude like Wish I had autism. What are you? Wish I knew it. Don't trait. censor that. I won't. Please. I don't. You know me. I'm not gonna say. I'm only. I only censor a couple things. At this point, it's like. At some point, we're just gonna have to turn these first like 200 episodes into like an archive and just zip the file. <laughs> and then, what? Not give access? Yeah. Well, just the problematic shit of like the first, the early episodes. I stand by anything I've ever said. I don't care. That. <laughs> I could make a good case against you. I have a lot of files. What did I say? I don't know. I don't know. When you talk extemporaneously, that's the risk you take. Yeah, but I'm just going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm just going to stay by it. I'm not going to. I'm I'm going to like have no. I don't think I'm ever going to have a manager. Even if someone wanted to manage us, it'd be like, get suck a dick. Well, yeah, this would never, never happen. Dude, we're fun and charismatic guys, man. It's going to happen very soon. Yeah, is that it? Is that No, what we need to do is rebrand this. We've talked about this. We need to rebrand into a phone repair podcast or a like a just a rip off of guys we fucked. We do. But if we were gay, does that exist? Is there like a gay guys we fucked podcast? Cuz that would slap. We could just 
do that. We probably could. We're in West Hollywood, dude. We could like, uh, we could really, n- and then it would come out that we're not actually gay. It would be like a whole controversy, but that's part of the, the roadmap is that the goal is that controversial day when it comes out. They're like, oh, these guys aren't gay. They just when we blow assholes. up even more. I don't think we could even pass as gay if we tried. What if we're the here's the thing. Never. We're so painfully straight. They would never, never work. I'm not painfully straight. Let's be honest. No, we're painful. I've seen your apartment. We're poor guys. What's wrong with my apartment? What's straight about my apartment? You got a straight take guy's offense. apartment. I had a straight guy's apartment when I didn't live with a girl. I feel like my apartment's pretty well decorated. It is well decorated. For a straight man. But that's not what the... Do you have a candle? Yes. I have two. You've upgraded since quarantine then. I have two candles in my apartment at all times. You didn't have a candle when I was going over there. Guy. I was candle looking. king. You're a candle king? I'm going to send you a picture and I have both my candles. Send me a picture. Prove it. What are the scents? One is a uh, sage and then nice. one is like a... It's a... I think it's called like timber or something. My... my uh, my so girl bought for it like for an me. Earth chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what's going. It smells on here. great. Yeah, but I love candles. It smells like an apothecary in your fucking apartment. Yeah, dude. It smells like someone's doing some sort of like exorcism in my apartment with the sage and the uh, burning of like it, I have one that's called like frog's toad. Yeah. So ba- your apartment basically smells like an anthropology. Yeah, it smells like a summon at the mall. Mm-hmm. All right, well, maybe you don't have a straight guy's apartment after all. You there got we candles, go. I guess. You're damn right I don't. Yeah. You're damn right my apartment's gay as shit. No, it's not. No. No, because then you start, when you start upgrading like fancy pillows for your couch and like nice rugs. That's true. That's, that's top. We just got a rug. I don't know. I got some Salvador dollies. Some rug remorse. <laughs> You're what? I have a little bit of rug remorse. You know, you spend forever like trying to pick a rug and then you get it. You get it shipped because they're expensive. So you're like, God, I gotta make this count. How much was your rug? <sighs> like eight hundred bucks, something like that. Oh, so you went in on a so rug? No, no, it's probably like six hundred. Still, that's an expensive as rug, guy. It's a rug, dude. It's a big room too. You saw that? Like, it's an awkwardly sized room. Hardwood. Now, you gotta get that rug, baby. I know. You if need you don't, If you don't have rugs on a hardwood, it's like, it's like where you we? need one. Might the managerial office of a cabin right now yeah you need a, a rug. state park get a rug okay you get you get older and you realize that not having a rug can ruin your life a rug will also soak in some of that sound and make you annoying your neighbors less so you gotta think about that and when you're you're recording your uh mumble rap album a little less reverb a little yeah. more professional a little more bass a little more crisp low ends get a rug it's important Get any rug. Go steal one of those like old time, like old school kids rugs with like the train city and then go steal one from like a developmental school. Yeah. Part of your feng shui. Yeah. Just get it. It'd be cool. Like, oh, what does this guy do? Oh, I have this children's rug here. You can see next to my MacBook. Oh, is that garage band open? Oh, whoops. I left that open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a whole vibe. That's a vibe. There used to be this if you guy. got a garage band open, you're an amateur and you have no idea what you're doing. Oh I God. said it. If you've I, got fuck yeah, dude. Up, come on. You either get you Ableton, get Pro Tools, Fruity Loops, even. Oh, Fruity Loops, even. If you don't even have Fruity Loops and you're still on Garage Band, everyone's yeah, like, oh, you just buy a MacBook. If you're on Garage Band, Jesus, you're, what are we? 
What have we become? I know. Dude. We just shit on like people trying to be it. artistic. I'm not even shitting. No, I'm shitting on GarageBand, the software, because it sucks. I hate GarageBand. Yeah, steal, GarageBand steal is like, hey, something I'm gonna do better. A, GarageBand's like, hey, I'm going to do a guitar-only cover of Radiohead's Creep. Um, let me open GarageBand real quick. Hey, you know what, though? If you are a singer-songwriter and you write... You- I have been this guy. This is why it's okay to talk shit, because I was this guy. That was me. Where do you think that reference comes from? I did that. Well, I'll tell you what I did. When you're recording your acoustic EP on Audacity... Oh my god, dude! I think I just won. Wow, dude, you did just win there. Or as one guy on a tutorial I saw once called it, Audacity, <laughs> and didn't re-record it. Hello, and YouTube. people lit him up on the YouTube. Audacity, uh, bro, tutorial here. Yeah, the guy. It was just it was pretty be, awesome. Just be creative. There was this guy in my old apartment where this bitch was yelling at me for the cigarettes. I still think about her. She was she not got hot. into my mind. I'll tell you that. Dude. She yeah. got real estate in my mind. She she gave me the stink eye once. Yeah. I, I've never gotten a glare like that from a Russian lady. Yeah. Russians don't fuck around. When they look at you, they look into your the caverns of your soul. They try at least. They succeed. I'm weak. They've had a hard life, probably. Oh, I won't know. That she can suck my dick. Dude. No, I mean now I told her one time she came out, she's like, Are you comfortable? Like she, she said like, that. Yeah, she came out. She was like, "Are you comfortable?" And I was like, "Yeah, something wrong." Oh, and then she, you know, she just, of course, the hands down. Like, You comfortable? Is are you comfortable <laughs> sitting out here with your fat ass? Actually, I'm not. Can I rest? Real smooth on my dead plant graveyard <laughs> where I brought my grand, my bubby, out here. She's been like, "I'm actually not." Can I rest my? Timberlands on your brittle back. Hey, bitch. <laughs> your spike. pants died because I asked my cigarettes in them for a year straight. That's why they're dead. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wouldn't if that wouldn't be that great if that was my long con. It wasn't. I didn't do that. I would flick them out in the street like a normal person. But like a normal <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I know. Someone's got to clean that. Get you. Yeah. The guy who comes and gives me a fucking ticket for leaving my car there. That's I I'll throw a cigarette butt in that little guy. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, if you're going to give me a $60 ticket for leaving my car in this spot, bitch, you're picking up my butts. That's the rules. That's the deal we're making. That is that is my biggest... Uh, that is my biggest... What if... Uh, you know that lady that lived there is dead of COVID, right? They didn't seem too worried about it. They didn't? No. No. I don't think they thought it was real. I At a certain point, I would I'd be like going out there and then none of them were in masks. And this is like right at the beginning. And I was like, hey, I had to tell him one day. I got into like a screaming match with one of them one day. I actually like yelled at this lady in front of like a whole group of people. The Russian lady? Different one. Another Russian lady in the building. Well, that open area. Oh, this is where it gets rich. See, I had my chair up there and I'd sit there and smoke cigarettes and watch people at the intersection. Well, then this other lady downstairs who was a, just a bitch. She was just a bitch to deal with. Always mean. I guess she just one day brought up like 30 garbage bags full of junk and threw it up there. Like just threw all her junk up there. And I went down there. I'm like, hey, what is all your trash doing up here? She's like, I have no room. I can't store it. I have no basement room. It's flooded. They can't store it. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about your problems. You threw 30 bags of trash up in this area where I smoke cigarettes and write shit on Twitter. Like... What are we doing? And then, so then you, then it's like, okay, well, Zach, you stole it. Is she you clap back it? for real? 
Well, it was a Cold War. Uh, so what, <laughs> cold no, 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 no. War. No, I did. I'm you leading up. This I'm thing leading the Vietnam up, War, buddy. I'm leading up to the Battle of Ho Chi Minh City, dude. Okay. It was bloody. Okay. I so the, she leaves the bags there, and I get pissed. I'm like, I love you that need one to of us it. is intelligent and knows historical references. <laughs> I'm like, you need to move these bags, and I was cool about it. I come at you straight. I'm gonna be straight with you. I was like, hey, you can't do that. It was like a Friday. I'm like, you need to get them gone this weekend. I'm not out here being like, go get these fucking bags. No, I was like, get them gone this weekend. I'm cool. A little right? patience. Of course she doesn't. So then I go back down there Monday. I'm like, hey, get your shit. Like you got it. I don't say this. I got to start being real here because when I do get to the Battle of Ho Chi Minh City, I want it to really hit hard. I was like, hey, Barbara, all these bags are still up here. What do you do? You have like a game plan? She's like, I can't move it. There's no storage. I'm like, okay, I know. I'm sorry. But oh, then, so you're on a first name basis with this lady. Yes. Okay. So then I'm like, all right. So she still doesn't do it after like three days. I'm like, can you move it? And she's like, yes, I'll move it. Three days goes by. She doesn't move it. And I start. I go there and I just start bringing bags down to her door. I'm like, can't do this. It's bags of trash, dude. One of the bags there was an unopened home phone from the. Uh, uh, it was called like a tell or what was that cell phone company? It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, singular. It was an unopened singular wireless box that hasn't been a company in 10 years. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, bitch, this is just not this just garbage. So this wasn't garbage. This was her things to store. She just was a crazy hoarder. She was just like an old lady hoarder. She couldn't have any. Well, I think you knew what to do. I knew what to do, which I mean, they were already in trash bags, right? They're already in trash bags. All right. So then I told her, I'm like, so I start bringing them down to her door. I'm like, Hey, you gotta, I was like, I'm not dealing with, she's like, I have nowhere to move it. And then it escalated to the point that I'm screaming at this old woman in a, in the hallway. I'm yelling at her. And I was like, I don't never heard you scream. I got pretty heated, dude. I lost it on because she was being an idiot. And I, was, I started screaming at her. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your trash. And then I started, then I laid into her and I said, I pay X amount of dollars to live here. How much do you pay? And I hit her with that. And then did she you really goes, say that? Fuck yeah, I did. Fuck that bitch. bitch. I don't give a shit if you live here for 80 years. I, I get rent control, but like just because you've been here forever, you don't own this apartment building. If you want to own something, get a house. Until then, you're a tenant like me. We're right. dogs. We're pigs. Okay, scum of the earth. So I, told, I was like, I, I was like, I pay this to live here, and I gotta you come out number. and look at your trash bags every fucking day. And I was like, move them, or I'm throwing them over the balcony. And they were gone. What'd she say? That afternoon, she said nothing. She walked God, back into her say apartment. That for real? Yeah, I told this. You I can went, be honest with me. Did you actually say that shit? I went in on this bitch. I didn't. You never told me that. Yeah, that's not so. Not you. It, she stepped out of her lane, dude. I had to put her back in her spot, dude. That's how she I felt was last running week. Wild, and I, I. Hey, she ran right back in her apartment. I never said another word to her. But those bags were gone in like three hours. She got one of her daughters to come over and move it. I'm like, sorry. It's crazy that it takes that with some people where it's like, man, I didn't want to do this, but like, you think I'm a guy out here screaming at people? I'm not. How much? How much you think? <laughs> It takes for ZP to be yelling at an 80 year old woman a lot. I'm trying to think the last person. Well, I mean, I was I altercated with that man at Huntington Beach last week and that it felt good. I was like at some point because I do have a lot. I mean, I feel like a lot of people I interact with are people I need to maintain good relationships with. So I think once you have that where you have all this like pent up animosity about people you have to placate and then when someone comes in and they're like, I have no connection to you whatsoever. Go crazy. And you're like, okay, I 
fuck around and find out how mad I am right? all the right? time. Always. I'm so mad. You got to tell people. I got beef with old people. Old people act like they own this goddamn world. They do act out. Like, you know what, they though? They act out more than anyone. And old people lately are running amok, okay? Screaming at people, yelling you at think so? 16-year-olds who work at McDonald's. You see the song? I do. Yeah. I where I encounter old people acting out of, out of pocket, which is the new thing I say now. Instead of acting out of line, I say out of pocket because Michael Jordan and his documentary said out of pocket, and I always made fun of people that said out of pocket. But the, Michael Jordan said it. And said it. Yeah. So Trader Joe's is where old people go to act out of pocket, and people interesting here, pe- here at least. Santa Monica, at least. Oh my God, dude! You couldn't pay me to go to the Trader Joe's in Santa Monica. There are a couple of them, and all of them are overrun with old people that want to talk about the ingredients in the salsa for as long as a Trader Joe's employee will let them. They'll just say, I thought the ingredient, we should get someone from the back. Dude, Trader Joe's is my favorite grocery store, but it is the place where old people go to make a stink. Yeah, they got so they got an axe to grind. To, to, that's where old people go to exist. Cause they don't everywhere else. Santa Monica is Ooh, so old, dude. I'm getting bitchy today. I'm getting bitchy. Jeez. I'm fired up now thinking about Barbara and her fucking trash bags. I mean, we're pretty turned up. We've drank a couple. Have you, did you drink your other Bud Light? No. Oh, no. I just got that one. We got an open bar over here at the company <laughs> Christmas party, dude. I'm pretty that's fine. Dude. I'm crossfaded, dude. Hell yeah. That's a good crossfading is fun. Once you learn how to ride it. Yeah, I only crossfade. I don't. I drinking without weed is weird, or drink or yeah. smoking without drinking you gotta, a little you bit. Do both. Come on. Yeah. Although I can't like uh, I can't drink beer after I smoke because it tastes weird. Really? Yeah, it changes my taste buds. So like beer is too bitter then, and I can't drink it. I don't like it. For for real though. Oh yeah, I feel like I thought this was common. Interesting. I beer is like disgusting if I smoke. Seriously, I don't. I can't even tell you the last beer I drank that wasn't a Miller Lite or a Michelob Ultra. Well, that's probably why. Like, if you're drinking some, like, dude, an IPA is disgusting. If you're like stoned, I feel like I can't even remember that IPA I had. Probably was at a brewery or something like that. But yeah. I don't drink them. Any. I'm done. I like, dude. I don't think I've had a beer in over a year. Like that wasn't a Mick Ultra. I think oh, I'm done. Well, that's a big qualifier. What you're like? I don't think I've had a beer in over a year that wasn't a Michelob Ultra. That wasn't. That's a, that. I mean, what I'm saying is like I haven't. I haven't drank an IPA in a year. Yeah, How's no, that? I get it. I'm not. You don't see me. I'm not getting IPAs anymore. I got those upstairs shipped to me from. That was like a gift. You I'll, don't have to be ashamed of your IPAs in your. Refrigerator. I don't like it. I got too much acid reflux now. I'm on Prilosec, bitch. I can't be drinking IPAs. <sighs> Give me a lager, dude. We're like guys. We're like old guys now. I'm not even thirty, dude. You're not. That's right. <laughs> I don't think that, it is crazy I don't though. Think that works. You I don't know guy. if I ever I'm talked about this on the buck. podcast. You are a young buck, dude. I'm You're a young champion. A young man. For for me, I haven't even started to peak in my NHL career yet. Yeah, you're still draftable, dude. I'm a free agent. I I noticed that. I mean, I'll just talk about this a little bit. When I was 31, when I turned 31, I realized that like 
kids, like teenagers and stuff, they don't see me as like a cool older guy. No. Now I'm just like a man. You like some man walks that. By. You can't chase that, dude. I didn't realize. Guys chase that. I did chase it and I didn't realize no, that. It's never going to happen. Because I'd walk by, when I'd walk by kids, they would, like, you you have a while where kids look at you and they're like, whoa, what a cool older guy with a jean jacket on. And they're and you're like. This is never, no one's ever said that. Or it, tattoos. You're like, oh, cool older guy with tattoos, but he's in a band. And you're like, I, there's some sort of level of, like, adoration or respect there. When you turn 31, people are just like, they don't, you're just like. Can I tell you, I think it's broken down even less than that. I think young people nowadays look at older people like, will this guy complain about me smoking weed or not? Like that's, Exactly. That's it. Is this guy going to complain about me vaping or not? I ain't no narc, you know? But they look at me and they're like, this guy might like call the cops on me vaping. And I want to be like, fellas, I don't give a shit. Guys, I'm cool. cool. And they're I like, banana strawberry crush right here, dude. They're like, I don't trust him. And I'm like, so I, me on Fuck. the other hand, it's like smoking a cigarette. Just stand. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, dude. No, what is that? What do you guys got? Dude, I call, I call the cops on every teenager vaping outside of anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that guy. <laughs> I'm like, there are children vaping Literally out here. You're just a professional narc, dude. Calling 911 on children vaping outside of a, <laughs> outside Fairfax, of a sit go. The farmer's market. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw this guy get arrested at the Grove the other day. Can I tell this quick story before? Please, man. It's an awesome story. <laughs> I was at the Grove because I had to go to the Apple store to pick something up, and it was a clusterfuck. Just an absolute clusterfuck there. Speaking of old people out of pocket, this lady was screaming, screaming at these poor geniuses. Like, she's like, I so I don't have a home phone. They gave me the iPad. And it doesn't, it's not registered. She's just saying, like, it's not registered. And you're like, okay, well, what does it even mean? Like, does it work? Can you get on Facebook and say right. stupid shit to people? Can you play yes. words with friends? Yes. It's so, it, it did it. I know they connected it to your Wi Fi when they brought it to your. She's like, I'm an artist. I live alone. I do not have a phone. I only have the iPad. And it's so that's what they're dealing with. I'm standing in line just like waiting to die and I look over and I just see this guy's got kind of like he's got some kind of like trinket in his hand it's like shooting like little red beams out I'm like what the fuck but he's at like an empty kiosk that has a cash register you know how like in a mall they'll have kiosks randomly they're like unattended of like phone like you know bootleg phone cases from Armenia or some shit mm -hmm. this guy stopped there. or exactly that or exactly 100% horrific yes yeah, slave made silicone iphone cases but anyway this guy's standing there with a little red beam and then all of a sudden like two like beefy guys in suit coats come up like private security type this is the grove we're talking about the grove right they got some high level security these guys come up and he's like hi there i uh, i think it's time for you to go like they had already like they knew that isn't that the crazy thing about working security at like a mall or something is like with cameras and shit like that you can be like we have the whole case right here. Right. Like they were in the room watching it. Like Andy just committed a felony. All right, let's go. And then they just go out there and then they, they kind of like grab this guy's like by his two arms and like he, he's kind of going along. He's what was walking he laser them. pointing things. I think he was doing like one of those like uh, skimming devices like that steals people identities when they pay for something at a kiosk. Oh, and this he was doing a serial offender because these guys came out and they got on him. And of course, he was like a young person who looked like he was on fucking Barney, like with a cool like 
chicken like haircut now where it's all like floppy at the top and so a trendy boy he was a trendy boy and he got caught did you put and it together what he him. was no wow dead in the him. store they take him on back they took him to the farmer's market and they killed him wow in front of the pig market dang did anyone even care no no wow. dude, there was a new iphone silencer yeah <laughs> Private security killed him. With, they shot him in the head with silencers in front of a pig market. Are silencers real? I, I don't know. Dude. I bet I, they're I, not. I feel like they, I, I think they are. Well, they probably used to be real until everything that's happened in America in the last 10 years. And now they probably, I'm pretty sure they're not legal. I don't think silencers are legal except for like, and even then, and it's if you're like, in why like espionage if you're for America, if you work for the government, why does this bullet need to be silenced? That's the question so it's, for it's, every it's bullet like, that needs fired. It means that it's like, I want a bullet. I want to be able to shoot people. I don't want anyone to know. I don't want people to hear it. I want to secretly kill a man. Do you have anything that would help me secretly kill a man? Hey, sharks. In my previous job, I was a security guard in a mall. My, sorry. My name's Richard Jewell, and I'm here today asking for $500,000 for a 2% stake in my company. Silence Tron. My name's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood's there. He's in the side help. He's the celebrity the guy that helps him. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> I used Clint, why don't you just invest in this company? <laughs> I lost all my money. I lost my money. A Korean prostitutes. I banged all these... Don't ask Korean me which Korea. This is just... Uh, what is, is this? An, I, I can't do a Clint Eastwood. I think you need to squint and do a Clint Eastwood. I think yeah. all that's all... You just have to talk and squint. You tell me now I can't silence a gun. <laughs> What, what are we? Who have we become? <laughs> you used to be able to go murder a man just for him sneaking onto your back porch while your grill was running. Now look at yourself. Just some soft dick pussy loser in a condo. Buy a Chevy. Buy a Chevy. Buy a Tundra. <laughs> no, not a Tundra. God, he would never. Yeah, dude. I, I saw a Tundra. Today. Sorry, that popped in my head. Buy a Chevy. Buy the new Avalanche. Can you say it's a bullshit truck that only guys with tiny dicks buy to impress their white knight grandparents who still live in the same house that they bought in the 1909. I'm still doing Clint Eastwood. I don't know what it's become. I'm drunk. I don't know. Can you say? Yeah. Can I say Jap? Yeah. Is that okay? No. Well, I mean, no, it's not okay, but you can say it. You said it in the mic. Guy. I didn't say it, dude. You asked me what I was saying. Because I was thinking Eastwood about definitely that. says that. Like, it's unfortunate, but yeah, dude, he's he doesn't even hide it. You saw Gran Torino. Gran Torino. He like, said fish face. The whole point of Gran, Gran Torino. Tor the whole point of Gran Torino was kind of like, yeah, I'm racist, but I guess I don't like seeing people get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it's like, oh my god, am I supposed to forget? I'm like, oh, that's just Clint. Like all oh, that's it's, he's it's okay if an old man is racist what? if he finds a if he connects with a Chinese boy and Long finds him fun. and finds humanity in him and sacrifices the rest of the two years he has at life then it's okay then it's all right but hey dude that's how you know that's Clint evolving yeah you know he had still to, he had still yet to make his magnum opus which was which was what Richard Jewell oh yeah that's right but. No, it was uh, the mule. The mule was great. That's him just being like, I'm going to die soon. I might as well create that scene where I'm in an orgy with someone or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he gets 
dude i forgot too. about that in the mule i saw that two christmases ago he got pussy in that movie good for clint dude I, mean, I guess he probably financed the movie so then it kind of becomes creepy but oh yeah it's his movie man he wrote a scene in where he has a threesome with two prostitutes yeah and at, then he at wrote 90 it. years old yeah they're, they're hot too did in you the see the mule of a dodge magnum what it was a hotel i saw the mule dude I didn't so, see the mule. I'm familiar with the scene. Did you really watch the scene? <laughs> I've heard about the scene. I didn't oh, see the scene. Well, you should watch it. It's hot as fuck, dude. Clint Eastwood having sex with two prostitutes with their underwear on? Guy. What a treat. Like, Listen, I'm still a Christian. <laughs> Keep your pussies hidden. That's you whores. Jesus. You ready, rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee a little. Dude. Um... <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,